Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the podcast. Are you, are you even seeing anything right now? Because if you are not watching on YouTube, you're missing out on a huge reveal, okay? As you see behind me, we are officially upgraded. I am, like, honestly, even looking at myself in this screen right now, I am so proud of this mural. Like, I'm going to act like I painted it, like I most definitely didn't, but... <laughs> I'm just shook, okay? We had an amazing muralist come out. I will go ahead and put all of her information in the description box of this YouTube video. But if you're local to where I live, this is an artist that you're gonna wanna support. So she came out, she hand did all of this. Isn't this amazing? So I feel like we already have a vibe set for today's podcast that is truly just not gonna be beat because I feel like we're finally capturing the brunch with Desby energy that we've always wanted and always waited for. It only took me a little over three years, okay? The only thing I need to maybe redo is this blanket because I feel like the maroon is really quite off-putting when it comes to the rest of the energy in here. So that'll be next up. But I hope you guys are having a great Sunday. I'm super excited to sit down and talk to you guys today because we have my favorite segment ever, and that is Tell Me a Secret. So if you're new to the podcast, new to me for whatever reason, I am so excited to have you. Tell Me a Secret is basically a segment where you guys write in your juiciest shit ever to share and allow me to air your dirty laundry. So this is very much all anonymous. You don't have to, you know, be like, oh my God, who's going to see this or anything like this. This is all 100%. I have no fucking clue who you are, but I get to react to the dirtiest shit that you've done and I live for it, okay? So I'm gonna be very honest. Mommy needed a mental break today. You know, I I had been going all day. We had a crazy weekend leading into today, and I was like, you know what? (laughs) I have, I wanna do my spring cleaning episode, which I do every single year, but I'm like, bro, I'm not in the mental mindset to do that today, and I just wanna have fun with my girls. I wanna celebrate our new backdrop, wanna celebrate our new era, some new drops, some new merch. You might see it in the video. I'm kind of clanking my cup around new stuff coming and I'm just, I'm really excited. So first and foremost, I just want to let everyone know I officially have plans for the beginning of July. And if you guys have not seen it, this is a little bit of old news, but I will be crying the first week of July because Taylor Swift is going to be redoing the Speak Now Taylor's version album and Speak Now speaks to the teenage years of me crying in my pillow, hyperventilating over a boy that I barely remember his name now. You know what I mean? And that really just speaks to my soul because we've all been there. We've all felt in the speak now era of Taylor Swift that it was truly the end of our life. We all had these crazy things that at the time are so relative to feeling so significant and looking at it now it's just like yeah I was a dumb bitch so speak now Taylor I'm super excited to hear from you and I will be crying that whole day as I sit in my car in a McDonald's parking lot with a large fry and just take myself back to my 16 17 18 year old self very excited so that is very you know kind of got me pumped up you want to pump it up don't you know pump it up you got to pump it up okay Anyways, one thing that has come up in the past couple weeks of recording for YouTube 
is this pressure that I have to like look cute now. Now you saw a few a few weeks ago. I most definitely don't give a shit. If you guys haven't watched the video with me and Wyatt or listened to the podcast of Difficulties Parenting, such a good episode, literally hilarious. Like I hate how funny my husband and I are together. Like it's it's actually quite disgusting how comedic that we are as a couple. Regardless, if you guys haven't watched that, I I very bluntly don't give a fuck. My lips were like I looked kind of like a porn star to be honest, but my lips were freshly injected. I had my eye gels on, skincare, my hair was even wet. Like, I don't give a shit. But also I have this like, I'm posting podcast clips now, right? And so I'm like, oh man, I look ugly. Mm, I should probably work on that. (laughs) So as much as I'm here to keep it real, just know that the pressure is is for real. So if you guys want to be transparent with me and honest and like reply and be like, it's nice when you look nice. Like I honest, I genuinely will not be offended. Like I just kind of want to know the read of the room. Like, are, are you guys, are you guys really concerned about what I look like? Cause I look at these legit podcasters and it's kind of like, you know, you're going to work. So they like always look nice. And I'm like, fuck, do I need to fucking look nice? Like, oh my God. Now, now I'm kind of feel like I'm in this like trivial position. I'm kind of confused with that being said, clothes, items, people, it's time for spring cleaning. So again, we will have that episode next week. One of my favorite episodes I do every year. We talk about spring cleaning, not just your cleaning, not, not your hashtag ad, get safely Windex Lysol partnership. I'm talking about cleaning out the nasty fucking bitches in your life or the people that do not serve you anymore. They don't even need to be nasty, but maybe you've both outgrown each other. How are we going to go ahead and purge the assholes? And that's what we, that's what we talk about once a year. So that will be next week. But again, we have tell me a secret this week. So the other thing I needed to mention is that you can most definitely still come to Costa Rica with me. So I'm going to say it every single week. All right. Click the link in the description box, show notes, link in bio, whatever is going on for you and join me in Costa Rica in November. Okay. We're going to do a brunch trip. This is not fitness. I want to make that very clear. The only thing we are fitnessing is fitting in fun times together. So if you want to come hang out with me for a vacay, let loose, hang out, talk shit, gossip, just kidding, then come with me. All right. Um, That is linked below. Next topic I wanted to cover was this Ninja Creamy. Now, again, I'm late to the game. I feel like a a YouTube shorts user where they're kind of like poking fun at them right now of the idea that it's like TikTok has the has like the trends first. And then IG Reels gets it. So then by the time it's on IG Reels, you're like, yeah, that trend's been dead, but like go off. And then YouTube Shorts gets it. So by the time YouTube Shorts gets it, it's like two years fucking later. And the people on YouTube are like, oh my God, this trend's so funny. Meanwhile, the TikTokers are like, dude, we did that back in 2010. You know, so the idea is that I'm late to this game, but it's about the Ninja Creamy. And I've seen all of these recipes about protein ice cream, making your own ice cream, whatever. And you know, I love ice cream. I, I wouldn't mind making my decisions a little bit healthier every so often. You know, I think I've had my fair share of DQ blizzards and dilly bars over the past three years. You know, I think I could reel it in a smidgen to where I've been thinking, I'm like, do I need a Ninja Creamy? Do I need a Ninja Creamy? So if you have one, I need you to respectively tell me below, spend your money or save your money. Is it a spend or a save? And is that a new segment for Brunch with Desby? I swear to God, I'm, I'm literally so fucking cool. Like my brain, you know, we got roast or toast, spend or save. These aren't new words, but what fun segments to bring to brunch with Desby. So is it a spend or is it a save? If you have one, you must, must let me know, knoweth, 
or else I'm going to killeth thyself. No, I'm just kidding. That, I'm sorry. That got really, that got really dark for just absolutely no reason at all. So what we have today, again, tell me a secret, but we just have a few things to blow through real quick before we get there. And one of those things is that Buff Bunny blew it. (laughs) So I felt incredibly awkward this past week because um, Buff Bunny last Saturday or like two Saturdays ago now had their dream house launch and uh, very much resembled this wall, you know, very pink, very fun, very me, very you, very a lot of us. And when I tell you their shit sold out in like literally minutes and people were fucking pissed. I mean, it was insane. I'd never seen that amount of hate very much took on, um, like hate club very fast. Like it, it went from totally love. Can't wait. Everyone commenting, can't wait for this collection to like, fuck you and fuck your business. And it was just like nuts. I felt so awkward because I can 100% understand a consumer standpoint, but I can also understand a business standpoint. And I think one of the things is like over the last, I would even argue the last four to six months, Buff Bunny has just exploded. Like, like honestly, even when their brand was already kind of big, like it's, it's big, big now. You know what I mean? Like you have some high profile people, fucking evil Longoria's wearing Buff Bunny collection, you know, like that's kind of nuts. So regardless, they've grown. And when you put in orders for shit, when it comes to like the type of production they go through, you have to place POs like six to eight months in advance. So when you have such a big boom in your business in a short amount of time, you're kind of like fucked, you know, you kind of got to just got to like take what it is and just learn from it and gamble higher when it comes to numbers. But I just felt so bad, but low key, like that was just kind of shitty. I'm not going to lie. They kind of blew that one, but also rightfully so they learned from it. They're definitely doing stuff and taking feedback, but E. So if you won the lottery and got something from that launch, definitely let me know. Definitely let me know. Paragon obviously had their launch last week and some exciting shit coming this fall. Exciting shit coming this fall. And I'm just going to leave it at that because you know what? I like leaving a little bit of suspicion. I like leaving a little bit of a stirring of the pot. I like to leave it a little unsettled. I like the water to boil over a little bit and have you guys kind of just begging for me to take it while it's like boiling over. And I'm like, no, I'm just going to let it fuck my stove up because I love the way water goes on hot stoves. That's what I'm going to leave it at. Other than that, we have a new Petula launch coming. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything. But I am wearing a new half crop zip up. They just, they always do so good with their loungewear. Definitely a strength for them. So we have this coming out in like multiple colors, really fun launch. And wait, there's more. I wanted to show you guys something really cool that I got. Number one, new DBFT merch. Yes, we have a PPG Team DBFT bag. And if you want to see it, you're going to have to go to however many minutes in, 10, 12 minutes, I don't even know, into the podcast on the YouTube channel to see it. And the next one we have is this new upgraded look of the keep showing up. So we have Team DBFT built in it. We kind of have Don't Be a Bitch built in it, but it's not as like bold. Absolutely loving this blue color. As always, you guys know I'm a butterfly girly. So let's dive into the bag. Number one, this is like really exciting shit. Oh, those can hide. I have two shorts I wanted to show you because they're very exciting. So number one, we have our normal Petula flow short. Okay, so you got like a built-in liner in here. Um, Or sorry, not a built-in liner in these, the flow short. But we have an upgraded waistband and we have that Persian blue color coming back. This is when I wish I had Wyatt with me so he could hold my shit. 
But this is what I really wanted to show you. This is the brand new bear short. B-A-R-E. You, yes, I, you heard me correctly. Bear fabric in a short. Now you're probably like, what the fuck? How are they doing that? Well, we have a typical short, okay? But on the inside, the spandex that we have is bare, which I think is a fucking power move for Petula. I'm so excited to wear these. So we have a really nice inseam. I want to say it's a maybe five inch inseam, um, but you have bare built in underneath. So I'm absolutely loving these new upgraded waistbands. Kind of hard to see on the black, but very excited for that. Again, we have more pieces coming too, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of like, a little bit of like excitement for that. And then coming back to DBFT, let's talk about it. Um, there's more merch on the way too, but, or at least for me to like sample, but we have brand new pre-pump gloss shirts. You guys know if I say it, it's going on a shirt. And there's something about the PPG that just gets the people going. And I wanted to make a really cute logo that was just like fun, kind of girly, kind of flirty, and not something that is too like obnoxious. Like it kind of goes in a circle, like a swirl. We are going to go ahead and change the color on this windbreaker. So this is a sample, but um, the idea was that it's a little bit too light on this color, but same thing in this windbreaker is so nice. It has adjustable inside, like on your, you know, like where it sits on your hips. That's like one of my favorite features of any sweatshirt or like anything that I'm wearing, like a jacket too. If I have the ability to have a drawstring to make it tighter on my hips, oh, it like literally gets me horny. So new PPG, new keep showing up. We got bags, we have tees, we have crops, we have mugs. As always, I collect my own coffee mug. So I'm like, bitch, we got to get a mug. And we're also having new tumblers. So these are something that are going to be new for me because I'm actually completely sourcing them myself. So this is a little bit of like a scary territory for me, but stainless steel tumblers. You guys can see them like quality shit. Like this stuff is awesome. It's going to come with a metal straw. It's not going to be the bendy one. Like you see here, I decided I want to go with a straight one, but you can actually put the straw on. You can also put the straw like away and just have it be like a pop top. So plenty of ways to drink this, have nice water and they do fit in cup holders, which is just an absolute sleigh for me. So very excited for that. Um, brunch with Desby. We have makeup bags coming. We have sweat sets coming. So like, I'm just like, I'm merching out, like we're merching out, we're branching and merching out, but I'm super excited because I've been working on stuff like this. But ever since having the kids, like when it comes to even like my butterfly, like my bands that I used to do my fitness bands, it's like doing and fulfilling out of the house is so difficult. But when you have like a creative mind and you also know a product you specifically want to produce to outsource it yourself is what you have to do. But then you have to go you typically like overseas or you're shipping them out from like California and there's just a lot of like samples and back and forth. It's like a totally different beast to tackle as well as figuring out like shipping and like what shipping containers you're sending them in and you're sending them like economy or fucking, I don't know, am I talking flights, economy or business class? <laughs> so regardless, I'm excited. It's just like definitely a new territory for me or like, especially with these, like they're not just bands. So this is a new thing, but take a sip. Mm -mm -mm. Water just tastes better in a keep showing up cup. You know what I mean? So anyways, last two things, we have watches of the week and we have skincare, which I'm really excited for the watches because number one, I finally watched a movie. It's on Amazon. We had to rent it. It was like 19 bucks. Totally worth it. Called 65. 
And then in small letters underneath it says million years ago. And so it's like this kind of like prehistoric movie, which I thought was a fun twist. It wasn't like into the future. It was like these people came from a different planet and found earth during the prehistoric time. Like it's fucking cool. It was a really cool twist on like, it's one of those movies where you're like, I swear I've seen this movie before, but they made it so fresh that it was fun to watch. So very comparable to like, mm, like a World War Z maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of off of, uh, way off. Like, but my point is you're going to really love it. I promise. And I feel like if you watch it with your significant other too, they're going to be like, wow, you picked this one. And then they're like, totally going to want to like do whatever you want for the rest of the night. So like, it's one of those where you're like, you're going to get brownie points for saying you want to watch it. And then they watch it and they're like, wow, I loved that movie. Great choice, babe. And you're gonna be like, thanks so much. Desby told me to watch it. So 65 million, super good. I'm definitely not going to place any spoilers in here because it's literally just one of its own. You got to watch it. Next up, Firefly Lane. I'm finally halfway through season two. There's so many fucking episodes in season two. Why didn't anyone tell me? Why didn't you guys tell me? So season two, we are halfway in pretty much to the point where Kate and her husband get back together and Tolly is like really fucking sad. Finally found out about her dad. She she claims to feel free, but like in reality, she's really depressed. She's struggling. So that's kind of like where I ended off. Hopefully going to finish the rest this week and then probably cry and then wait for the next season and we'll all be caught up together. So really exciting, but I found myself really missing Handmaid's Tale this week because I miss having a weekly show or even The Last of Us. I miss having a weekly show that we like get to catch up together with. And right now I feel like I'm playing catch up. So if you have any other good shows, for me to watch, I will take your recommendations because I told you guys a few weeks ago on the podcast with why, and I'm like, you know what? I'm the one that sucks. I'm not giving these shows a chance. And I feel like at this point, I just need like a director to just be like, Des, sit your fucking ass down and watch this show right now. And I promise you're not going to regret it. So if you want to be my director of shows, feel free. And that's your job. Thank you so much. Love you so much. Last watch of the week. Honestly, this sounds so silly, but Bro, Toy Story 4 fucking hits. Like, I have been watching all the Toy Story movies all over again, like with Maddox. And first few, you know, you're like, oh man, my childhood. And then I'm like, oh, Toy Story 4, it's kind of recent. You know, like it's a newer Toy Story, right? And uh, watching it, I was like, man, this, they really just did the damn thing. They really upgraded and shapeshift and made the story so much better. So Toy Story 4, shout out, like, beep boop, beep boop, bop, you know, like, vibes Buzz Lightyear vibes that was the great that was the greatest um so if you haven't watched Toy Story 4 like you have kids you're looking for a movie to watch go watch it It was it was like a good one same with Monsters Inc I've watched that movie like five times the past two weeks I'm like not complaining at all there is something about Monsters Inc even Monsters University I fucking love those movies am I like am I alone in that I feel like Monsters Inc was just like a turning point of like Pixar it was like fuck yeah which also like are you a Disney person or a Pixar person? You know, because I would argue, I think in the in the end of the day, I'm kind of a Pixar girly. And maybe that's because I hate Disney girls, but like secretly am one, you know? I don't know. Are you team Disney or team Pixar? Let me know. Last thing, skincare. Okay, first off, I have a very, very important announcement. So listen up. June 1st, take out your fucking Google calendar right now. June 1st, through June 11th, my Tula code, Desby, is going to be 
100% mother effing off. Do not miss this. Whenever they do this, they do it like mm, maybe three times a year maximum. And my code, if you guys are OGs, used to be 20%. And then they dinged it down to tw- to 15. So now they give me the opportunity though, like three times a year, like I said, to bring it up to 25. That's fucking insane. 25% is a lot. And they usually have sales on top of that. So the first through the 11th, we actually have a brand new summer kit coming out. Fucking adorable. Great products all in one you get 25% off of the discounted price already. So June 1st through June 11th, do not, literally don't miss it. You will be so fucking pissed. All of Tula products besides maybe two or three are good at a shelf life of 12 months after opening. Okay, so if you stock up and your shit's like not open, you have 12 months to still use it. So to stock up is like, okay. You know what I mean? So very exciting. Other than that, the only other thing for skincare, and this is like kind of a not skincare product, but it is. So listen to me, listen to me here. I bought a new face brush for foundation and I've really been liking it. I usually only use beauty blenders. Like I I just feel like the brush sometimes like leaves almost like strokes, you know, but I bought a legitimate face brush from Rare Beauty. It's like, it starts with a P. It's like the Pinacuit. Like not really, I'm making that up, but it's like a specific foundation brush, pretty much all you need to know. Really, really love it. My makeup has been going on so good lately and I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I mentioned the skin treat foundation stick that I've been using. Very lightweight, very good, but I used it also today with my Tula radiant skin tint, like SPF. Really, really good application. It's light, it's airy. It doesn't like make you cake on your makeup. I just, I really like it a lot. I also have this really good brush cleaner um, that I get just from Amazon and it just, it washes it right up as well. So I like every couple, probably once a week, I'll wash my brush just to make sure it's like all clean and, you know, not clogging up and then causing acne, but really, really been loving it. I've also noticed that sometimes I've been breaking out on my face. So I've actually like completely taken out a lot of skincare steps then like couple, well, last week in the next couple weeks, I plan to do it before I reintroduce stuff because I'm curious what's going on. I'm like, it could be my beauty blender is too old, which sounds terrible, but like you can't always clean those the best. So I'm like, maybe it's my beauty blender like to where it's breaking me out. Second thing is like, I think I might be just using too much product. Like I think my U Beauty products are super potent. And so to use those in combination of my Tula in the morning, I think it's just a little bit too much. So I'm like, okay, like maybe take a pause on my U Beauty. Cause I awkwardly introduced U Beauty when I was also stopping breastfeeding. So like, could U Beauty be like breaking me out in general? Maybe, you know, it's been about eight weeks. That's typically when you start to see like what a product is truly doing, could be doing to your skin. Um, so I'm like, I'm just going to like take a back off. Doesn't mean any products bad. Everyone's skin just reacts differently. So I'm curious, but that's just like a little skincare update in my corner regardless. But anyways, highly recommend the rare beauty foundation stick. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, no other major updates other than the fact that I did buy period underwear and I'm actually really excited because I don't know about you guys, but the last like couple days of your period, you know, when you're kind of just like, you know, just kind of like, it's kind of like there. And so then you don't wear a tampon and you're like, motherfucker, I should have wore a tampon. So all of a sudden you got blood everywhere. <sighs> so I'm like, okay, I'm sick of that. But I hate putting a scratchy ass dry tampon up there. And then you know what the worst pain is when there's nothing on it and you have to pull it out. 
oh my God, I'm cringing thinking of that feeling. We all know what it feels like. So I'm like, you know what? No, I want some period underwear. I don't care who says what's fucking gross or not. I want them for like that. Number one overnight. Cause I hate putting a tampon over on overnight. I actually forgot. I had one in one night forgot it for the next day. I had a tampon in me for almost two days and I almost passed out. Like it was terrible. So I hate wearing them at night because I forget. And number two at night, or I'm sorry, last couple days of my period, I don't want to put a tampon up there. I'd rather just kind of like have a little bit of maybe discharge and like call it a day and just change underwear. You know what I mean? So really excited. I ended up going with the brand NYX, I think K-N-I-X. So I bought this like huge order and then they messaged me. They're like, Hey, would you like to partner? We'll send you some stuff. I'm like, um, I just spent so much money, but mark me as a customer now. So they're actually sending me over a little bit of period active wear. Hmm. Sounds intriguing. So I'll have to keep you guys updated on that. I'm kind of excited to be honest. Um, so yeah. Okay. Without further ado, let's air your guys's dirty mother effing laundry and get into the episode. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See why over 2 million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. All right, you guys, are you ready for Tell Me a Secret? Because I'm ready to tell all of your secrets and hold absolutely nothing back from my reactions. So let's get into it. Okay. I got to go. I got to go to all of the submissions first. Just so you guys know, I do not read these ahead of time for the reason that I want to be shocked. I want to be jaw on the floor. I want to genuinely be like, oh my effing G. Okay. So if you guys suck at submitting, sorry, be better. Okay. First one, crazy sex story. In college, I had a puppy and after a date, my date and I went back to my house. While doing it from behind, the dog came up and bit the guy's balls. Sincerely, a little too froggy style. I, you know, I was expecting this to be just like a, 
Hey Des, one time when I was in college, I put the dog in the closet so I could have sex. Cause like I totally did that with Jax, but like to know that the dog literally came and bit him on the balls. Like I hate that. I pictured it in my mind and that's disgusting. I don't even know what this dude looks like. And I'm picturing someone's balls being bit by a dog. Thank you for ruining my fucking day. All right. Next up, please. Oh, please, please. You have to read this one on the podcast. (laughs) Warning. This is a tad raunchy. If you guys are going to be putting disclaimers before your fucking stories, they better be good. I just want to let you know that right away. You better be bringing and packing that heat as a storyteller using your English and proper grammatics. Okay. I realize I never have juicy stories to tell, but your girl is back. Okay. So small, sad background. (laughs) Thank you. I recently broke up with my fiance. Long story short, it was me who did it and I was in the wrong. Oh, okay. I wish we would have ended more civilly, but I didn't. And I'm still hashtag healing, but also free to do what I want and who I want. Anyways, DBFT Snapchat girlies that listen will probably know it's me. So, hey, guys, get ready. We have a DBFT girl. All right. Since breaking up with my fiance, I've gotten very close with this guy. Was close during the relationship as well. Hashtag yikes. That's for another time. Okay, I expect another submission. But I'd say we're closer now. We're talking together. Oh, we're talking hours together at his place. Sex all the time. And yeah, even some cute ass dates. On the topic of sex all the time, I recently had a new sexual experience with him. And I'll begin by saying he's obsessed with my booty like in every way. So we did... The one, the big one. Think the beginning of the alphabet, girlies. When I tell you it's been four days and I have not gone to the bathroom, I'm not exaggerating. Shit hurts, literally. For anyone wondering, it's not the worst feeling, but definitely isn't the best. It's more pleasurable for the guy. Have a vibrator going at the same time and it's like the best of both worlds. Take Epsom salt baths for a few days after to help the area heal. Honestly, just happy we feel comfortable enough to explore each other in that way. And it's presented to me again. I wouldn't say no. Sincerely, finally living out my fantasies. Ooh, okay. The big A, the big Al, the big A now, the big Lana spelled backwards, anal. Okay. So I thank you for the tips. You know, this is so funny. I tell you guys, tell me a secret. And you're coming in here bringing us the most substance, the most actual fucking help. You literally just saved someone from a fucking hemorrhoid. So thank you so much. And I'm curious, would Preparation H help your situation right now? Now, when it comes to digestion, I don't have much other than to make sure that you're taking your greens. But honestly, Smooth Moves Tea gets me every single fucking time. So honestly, sorry to hear about your fiance. Happy to hear that you're getting the big old owl. And um, happy healing. Okay, next up. When I was in fourth grade, oh my God, no. When I was in fourth grade, I stole my gym teacher's iPad. I told my family I had won it from the prize box. Well, the next day, everyone got sent home with a letter saying the gym teacher's iPad. Oh, iPod, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, this is 2004. We didn't have iPads. (laughs) iPod was missing, so my family caught caught on and sent it back in an envelope so nobody knew where it came from and I never got in trouble at school but definitely did at home and now we all laugh about it sincerely one bad child you know that is so funny because that would totally be some shit I would do like hey mom look what I won I won it from like our fundraiser do you guys remember those 
back in like elementary, you would do a fundraiser and it was like, sell fucking $9,000 worth of shit. And all you got was like a pizza party. Honestly, at the same time though, like if we're not going to be like paying teachers well enough, I don't think we should have expected good fundraiser parties. So pizza from Chuck E. Cheese, like honestly kind of cuts it, but regardless, stealing an iPod is like kind of legendary and you know, I still shit all the time as a child. So I, I think it automatically shows that you're like a little bit above the rules and you like to live out a dangerous life. So I think that's a really good start of life in fourth grade for you. All right, here we go. On my bachelorette party, me and my girls went to Vegas. They, of course, surprised me with tickets to see Thunder Down Under. If you don't know what that is, it's a male stripper show, basically the Aussie version of Magic Mike. Little did I know that they would pick me to go on stage for the last act. They said they saved the best for last, and oh boy, it was the bondage skit. So think Fifty Shades of Grey. They pull me on stage, and one of the first things they do is bend me over one of the dances and literally rail me from behind, doggy style, multiple times. Obviously, they're half clothed, and luckily, I'm in a jumpsuit, not a dress. Oh God, that just that sounds so awkward to me. I couldn't see anything. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Then they blindfold me and chain my arms and legs to a standing, moving platform with my body in an X shape. I couldn't see anything, but they whispered to me, just smile and enjoy. The dancer proceeds to dance on me, spin me and all that stuff. I felt like I was up there forever. The very end, he rips my blindfold off, walks towards me in just underwear. Then he walks straight towards me as I'm still chained up and rocks, rips his bottoms off. All the crowd sees is his butt cheeks as he runs onto the platform and ends the show with his face and body pressed against mine as the lights went off. Not going to lie, my heart was racing. Oh my God, I'm like scared. They unchain me. I, do you have a safe word in that situation? Like, come on, like help, help, help. They unchain me and take me backstage. All he was wearing in the front was a sock. So it didn't leave much to the imagination, if you know what I mean. I kind of blacked out the whole throughout the whole thing. It was a ton of fun. I'm pretty sure my mouth fell open a couple times in shock. There was a video of the whole thing that my girls took, but I made them all swear to never tell my then fiance I was called on stage. Is that terrible? I knew he was not the biggest fan of me going to a show, so I didn't want to upset him, but we've been married four years now and he still doesn't know. Sincerely, from the girl who now enjoys some bondage in the bedroom. You know, at that point, fucking tell him because I feel like he would only have to like pay contribute to this Aussie from Thunder Down Under for like getting your mind swirling and twirling with a little bit of bondage. So at the end of the day, I feel like he would have to be the one to like go find this man and genuinely give him a handshake, meaning even a hand job and just say, hey, hey, bud, thanks for doing me a fucking favor. But then on the other hand, I don't think I would ever tell him. But that is a fun. That's a fun experience. I don't know if I would like that. I feel like I would. I feel like I would get a little bit too embarrassed, but also you got a lot of girls there. So maybe it would have been more fun and carefree. I don't know how I'd react. Let's be honest. I think, I think I would find a way to become the main character. I'd be like, I would like role play switch and be like, no, you get your fucking ass up there. I'd find a way to like make it more enjoyable for only me. (laughs) I had my second baby, a little girl in February. First baby. Wait. Oh, okay. Cause then she says first baby was a little boy. And I'm like, did I just read that wrong? Okay. So I had my second baby, a little girl in February, had my first baby, a little boy via C-section. I was able to have a successful vaginal delivery this time around. I never really talked about the wishes or a plan, but as I was pushing in her shoulders, all I heard my OB said was, give me your hands, mama. I was like, what? And she goes, pull out your baby. 
I literally pulled my baby out of me and placed her on my chest. When I talk about it, people are like, oh my God, that's so beautiful and amazing. Kourtney Kardashian did that too. Whereas I'm still processing it. I feel like it's the weirdest, coolest experience I've ever had. I feel badass, but I also never thought doctors would offer to have people pull their babies out. Did you or would you have pulled your own baby out? Sincerely, and not a Kardashian, I swear. Thank you for clearing that up. Because for, for a hot second, I was like, please, Courtney Kardashian, are you listening to my podcast? Because that would put me on cloud nine. So thank you for the clarification. However, I would say, um, you know, I never got that opportunity mostly because both of my babies were born a little bit like interestingly. Um, the only place where I've seen babies be pulled out was like in water births, you know, like I've seen that happen. I for sure have seen that type of style birth happen, but not like in a hospital birth. So I think that's cool. If I would have had the opportunity, I think I would have definitely done it. The only thing that I did not do and I stand by that I'm glad I didn't was look at my fucking vagina down there. Like they're like, do you want a mirror? And do you want a mirror? You have to see this. I'm like, see what? The eighth wonder of the fucking world? No, thanks. No fucking thanks. I already have to live with the idea that my husband has seen my vagina the size of a fucking bagel, 10 centimeters around. I have to live with that idea every fucking day. I don't want to know what it actually looked like. Okay. Don't fucking ask me again. Thank you. So yeah, I would totally have done that, but not look at myself. (laughs) Next up, I'm, I am, wow. I'm still having sex with my ex-husband. This is very much giving Firefly Lane. Is this Kate? Kate, let me start off by saying I'm an absolute idiot for even doing it in the first place after everything he's done to me, but your girl needs it. Okay. LOL. So I met my ex-husband in my freshman year of high school. We we're mostly acquaintances and still he started until we started hanging out and then dating our senior year. We stayed together for seven and a half years total, breaking up here and there. We got engaged in February of 2020, married February 22, and by August of 22, we found out we were pregnant. Fast forward to January of 2023, he ended our marriage in a text. After we just talked about text message breakups last week, I'm so sorry. Yeah, shitty, right? Mm, yes, it is. I should also mention he is bisexual and the same night he ended it was the same night he moved in with his guy friend who he told me I had nothing to worry about. For some reason, I feel like you did have something to worry about. (laughs) Okay. I probably don't even need to say it, but they've been dating ever since still together to this day. Wow. That is a fucking slap in the face. I'm so sorry. Well, a few months after I gave birth to our daughter, he came over to spend the night and helped me with her. And one thing led to another. At the time, I couldn't help but think maybe he regretted leaving. And this meant we were getting back together. But I quickly realized he wasn't leaving his boyfriend. And now I'm a stink. I'm a sneaky link ex-wife. Honestly, he's a piece of shit anyway. So I know that I wouldn't want to be with him ever again. But at the same time, he is still stung. Do you mean to maybe say still hung? I'm curious if maybe autocorrect got you there. It's almost been a year since that happened and I've lost count how many times we've done it since then. On one hand, I feel really bad for the boyfriend. On the other hand, the boyfriend didn't feel bad since he was doing it to me. So anyways, not really sure how to wrap this up, but basically my ex-husband is a piece of shit, cheating narcissist that unfortunately is good in bed. I have recently cut him off though. (laughs) Sincerely, the sneaky link ex-wife. You know, I have such mixed feelings about that because like part of me is like two rights don't make a wrong. But then the other part of me is like, 
you know, what you kind of have to see it coming, you know, like if you, if you've, if you could, I'm literally stumbling upon my words. I'm like, how do I say this? If you would do it for someone, you would do it to someone, to them, I guess is my point. So like if, if I'm, I'm putting myself in this position, if I'm willing to cheat on my wife for this person, then that person would have to only know that I'm willing to cheat on them for someone else, whether that's the ex-wife or not. So like, that's a little confusing to me. I feel like at that point, it's just what goes around comes around YOLO. Um, but that, it, that has to be kind of difficult when you also have like a special relationship with the person who like you have a child with, you know, like, I feel like you could, you'll always have a place for them regardless. And, you know, especially if they're good in bed, it's kind of like, fuck your place is in my vagina. That sucks. That really sucks that, that, that is home for you. So sending love, but also like get your D. Okay. All right. Polaroid panic. Picture this. You're going through basement shit to clear out your old childhood home. You find an old dresser that could be used. So why not take it home? Clean it up a bit. Here we go. LOL. My husband and I take this old dresser home and start to empty it to use for our current home. There happened to be a sort of liner or wallpaper piece in the bottom of the drawer for decor, maybe 80s things, LOL. Anyways, we take it out and what do we find? A sex Polaroid photo. No shit. It's a picture looking down of a full ass dick entering doggy style. Like, excuse me, what? We dropped the photo on the ground and stared at each other. Then we thought, who the fuck is this? My mom said it was once her dresser and my stepdad was into some weird shit, but it was taken clearly before the 2000s and he wasn't around then. But also the hairiness of the stomach isn't my dad. Then a few months ago, my dad saw the dresser and said, I think this was mine. So to this day, we have no idea who did the dirty and captured it, but we went to secretly send it to my siblings and kept the the photo rotating through my family. Sincerely, a girl who would never look at Polaroids the same. Okay, listen, this kind of terrifies me though. I know you mentioned like looking at it, you could kind of date it to like, you know, an earlier time, but like we have Polaroids now. So like, how are you not sure it wasn't after the 2000s? Like maybe it was your stepdad. Right. Just because I'm saying, but you know, I mean, I feel like you would probably know what an aged Polaroid looks like, but just playing devil's advocate. What if it is a new age Polaroid? And also my question to you would then be, was it male and female? Are you sure it was male entering female or was it male entering male? I'll leave that one for you to throw up with. Thank you so much. Okay, sis, listen, I dated a guy on and off for years throughout high school and a bit post high school. I moved for school and he didn't. So naturally we drifted. He tried really hard to keep things going, but it just wasn't fit for me. Side note, he's a hardcore player and cheater and I'm not stupid. Then I ended up dating his brother. He was furious, tried his hardest to get me to leave his brother for him going as far to say he'd moved down to school with me. LOL. Yeah, no. Fast forward, I'm now happily married to said brother with children and the happiest I'd ever been. No, my husband isn't bothered by it. Brother slash ex definitely is though, LOL. Sincerely, the girl who married the better brother. You know, these stories, specifically when it comes to like, I'm dating like the cousin now and like you kind of stay within that family, blows my fucking mind. Honestly, like you, you girls that are doing this out there, you have a set of balls I would never have. 
And I just want to commend you on that because you know what? You, you chased pure happiness and you didn't give a fuck what was in your way. Even if it included fucking another sibling or family member before you got to the prize. I just, I really hats off. You guys keep showing up. And I stand that when I was in high school, my room was in the basement. I was always jealous of you guys that had like basements and could like have your room down there as a high schooler. You guys are so fucking cool. My boyfriend, who is now my husband, was, oh no, was balls deep in me when my dad came downstairs and caught us in the middle of the act. The best part is he had absolutely no idea. We kept our shirts on and had the covers within reach and we played it off like we were just cuddling and watching TV. To this day, my dad has no idea what was really happening under the covers and it will go to our graves. We still laugh about this because it happened more than once and my dad is so oblivious. Sincerely, the luckiest girl alive. I, I will believe you that your dad doesn't know, but I wonder if part of him always wonders. Like he's like, hmm, no, <laughs> wait, well, no, they wouldn't do that. Like, I wonder if it crossed his mind or it, or like you said, if he's truly just like, yeah, they're cuddling. Fuck it. <laughs> Divorced ex-husband because he cheated on me with my mom. Sincerely, not as hot of daughter, I guess. Um, that's a lot to take it. I'm not going to lie. Like that was a, that was, that was nine words, I believe. Um, that just completely knocked my socks off because that, you know what you, you need a TLC show. That's what you need. I mean, genuinely, like if you wrote this in and can follow up, how do you recover from that? Do you have a relationship with your mom? How's therapy? Like, I mean, genuinely like that has to be a life altering traumatic experience. Like, holy shit. I am so fucking sorry. That is definitely a secret. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, but like, that's not, that's a sad secret. I'm sorry that you, I'm sorry that you had that secret to share. You know what I mean? Fuck. If I could hug you, I would. I'm a first time mom to a six month old girl. She is my world and I absolutely adore her, but the girl doesn't sleep. <laughs> Been there, sis. On top of her being a bad sleeper since day one, my husband has been gone for work in the military since she was about two and a half months old. So I've been doing most everything alone. My parents can help a little, but I've done every single night alone and I don't have anyone to help during the day so I can nap. All this to say, I'm pretty anxious about her sleep. On this particular night, she was coming out of a regression, if you know, you know, and was actually sleeping well. So like a dumb bitch, I drank a lot of water before I go to bed. Then I woke up around 4 a.m. My bladder was about to burst. I currently live in a very old house with creaky floors. My bathroom is down the hall. My daughter's room is right next to mine. I really had to go pee, but it was also not about to open the door and walk down the hall, risk the creaking of waking her up. I tried to just go back to sleep and forget about having to pee, but I just couldn't. I looked around the room for some options. First, I thought I would try to use an empty water bottle, but quickly realized that wouldn't work. Then I saw a box of overnight baby diapers in the corner, so I grabbed one of them and peed in it. The only problem was that my bladder was so full, I had to stop mid-pee and get another one. I filled two of those bitches up, threw them away, and went back to sleep. I woke up in a daze and thought peeing in the diapers was a dream. LOL. Nope. They were sitting in my trash can. I then realized maybe I need to try to chill out and not stress about my baby's sleep since I had obviously taken it too far by peeing in diapers. Sincerely, the mom who probably has PPA. 
Okay. Number one, iconic story. And genuinely, I feel like if you were to ever be open to like sharing that with a, whatever diaper brand you used, I think that would be the most extreme method of marketing that they could ever get their hands on. And I think they would pay you very big. So you should reach out to them and tell them your story, um, and say, I'm open to doing a commercial. Um, but honestly, Number one, first, first time, first kid, I was the same exact way. I was so stressed about sleep. If you are listening to this right now and this is you, I want you to go listen to, if you haven't already, my episode, probably six to eight weeks episodes or six to eight weeks ago with Rachel. Um, she is also known as Hey Sleepy Baby. She has a lot of really great information about kind of like sleep, not baby led sleeping is what she calls it. Not sleep training. But I went through the same thing too. And if I can tell you anything, it's just the minute I relinquished control of it and realized like I just can't control everything and kind of went into the night with no expectations. The minute that I feel like not only baby, like Archie understood my vibe and like didn't feel stressed as well, but it just started happening. So sending love to you. It is definitely not easy, uh, but I hope that you can find some relief. But I also wouldn't be like embarrassed about the diapers because you know what? You do what you got to do. And I think that is really funny. Okay. A few more. I was feeling crazy and invited a girl over to my friend's apartment when I was there alone. So I slept with my first girl on my friend's couch, literally pussy out on her bed, but it was so much fun. I do it again. Just when you thought that was the story, there's more, not even 12 hours later on the same couch. I was drinking and doing things with an old friend of mine and his friend. One thing turned to another and it's pretty much a full threesome. Mind you, I've never done that either. My friend has whiskey dick, but yet watched me get fucked by his friend on that couch. Let me tell you what, that was a crazy 24 hours and I would do it all again. Sincerely, one dumb hoe again, LOL. Okay. So we had our first like lesbian experience. And then we had our first threesome within 24 hours. Like, I feel like at that point you kind of have your sexuality panned out for you. Like, you know, you kind of would know how you're feeling. So congrats. You know, I, I think that it's interesting. I never really, and I mean, I'm just always being open with you guys. I never really had that type of experience, um, before, like even in college, I just, you know, college was a different time for me being an athlete and then kind of going right into like bodybuilding and being an athlete in a different way. I didn't really, I had a party girl phase, but like, even then I was very much just kind of like, yeah, like I'm, I'm straight. You know, I never even like allowed myself to explore. Um, and you know, it led me to the beautiful life that I live now. So by no means am I like, oh, I regret it. But I just really give like full hats off to people that just really put themselves out there and immerse themselves in situations like that, because the only thing you can do is try. And, um, I think especially in nowadays, like world, we're able to kind of try things without feeling like we have to have this label stuck on us right, right away. Um, and I think it's just really, I think it's really healthy and I think it's really cool. So you're not a hoe you are in the know. (laughs) Okay. Two more. I may or may not have slept with a few too many guys. I highly regret, including my ex's best friend, two guys, my besties have slept with and one who wasn't just that cute in a random bumble guy, but it's okay. And I'm starting to be more picky, cringing at myself. Sincerely one dumb hoe. Okay. So I'm assuming this is the same person because then the next sign off was the girl that said one dumb hoe again. So we're sleeping around a lot. That's totally fine. Totally fine. 100%. Um, you know, I don't think body count matters to be honest. Like I think as long as we're, you're practicing like safe and clean sex, um, to avoid not just pregnancy, but like STDs and STIs and being open with your partners, getting tested, et cetera. I think you could fuck as many people as you want to fuck. Like I, I genuinely do not think that there's an issue at all with sexual connection and human connection in any form, whether it's like vaginally, 
you know, like dick to penis or like dick to vagina or like puss to puss or oral, you know, whatever it may be. Like, I don't think there's any such thing as being like too sexual. You're a slut. Like I would never put a label on someone like that. It's just kind of like, as long as you're doing it like cleanly, clean, whatever, and being like smart, um, and not, you know, spreading stuff to people, whatever. Like, and again, I'm not even like STI shaming or like anything like that. It's just being honest, you know, and, and staying vigilant in that way. <laughs> so go off, go off hoes. My husband cheated on me shortly after our first wedding anniversary. It is almost our two year anniversary now. And I stayed, he met up with a coworker and got blow jobs from her two separate times. Hmm. He cut off all contact. He got a new job when I asked. He's completely transparent. I have access to locations, phone, anytime I want, et cetera. And he's trying to help me heal and working on his own issues that led up to this decision. I can't shake this feeling that I'm being stupid and feeling ashamed for staying. I'm embarrassed that I let him get away with it, so to speak. Like, I wish people knew how not perfect he is. Literally, nobody knows besides my family whom I've told and some coworkers because, of course, rumors fly. Sincerely, a heartbroken mess. Okay, this is like a really sad one to end on. So we're definitely going to have to do one more. Regardless, I, you know, first off, I'm sorry for cringing at the beginning. I didn't, I I, I want you to know I only say that because it's like, that fucking sucks. To then move forward and say that you guys are choosing to heal. I think that that's everyone's personal decision. And I used to be someone who would like judge right away. Like, oh, well, he already cheated. He'll do it again. Is once a cheater, always a cheater? You know, I, I don't really know. I, I don't really know because I think mental health has a lot to play into sometimes that relationship side where it could be a sex addiction. It could be just a really rough mental patch um, that led to a bad decision. You know, I, I don't think sometimes it always has to be like this big black or white picture. So I would never feel ashamed for staying. I think that like at the end of the day, it's your own fucking business and anyone else can genuinely fuck off. Um, and I respect the fact that you kept it in your circle because no one else needs to know. So fuck it. Um, I understand too, maybe like the stress of trying to heal and, you know, earn that trust back. But, you know, I think trust can be earned back. And I think if it's something that is a, a serious commitment of you both and you're both working on both sides, you can make it work. All right. Last one promise, because I really want to make sure. Um, okay. Also this one is kind of crazy. Um, what a one to end on because this is very real. And I honestly real recognizes real. I only read the first two letters or two words. And I'm like three. And I'm like, Ooh, I unfollowed you for like a year, a few years back. I wasn't vibing with your content attitude at the time. However, I refollowed you after a little while. Let me say you have grown so much. You're now my favorite to watch across all platforms, listen to and learn from. It's amazing to see you grow. And I feel bad that I disliked you for a period, but you know, I know you're self-aware and have mentioned that you know you had a rough patch, LOLs. Anyways, proud of who you've become. Sincerely love you like a sister because that's how I feel about them too. That is the probably one of the best compliments I can ever receive is the idea that you, someone was self-aware enough to know that they needed to unfollow me, but was also then self-aware enough to know that maybe um, vibes can change, people can change, people can grow. And you gave me that chance again. I also will say too that like, yeah, I, I have gone through a lot of phases in my life. And I think that this one is by far my favorite phase. Um, I feel extremely confident. I feel very in alignment. Um, and I think it just, I think it shows, you know, I think it's pretty obvious when you guys listen to me, watch me, 
in this current, I would even argue like even just the past six months, like I feel like you can tell like I've stepped into this kind of 2.0 version of myself and I've been really working on it. You know, every day I mentioned this last episode and I hope it sticks with you guys. Every day is a choice to be a better you and to be in a better mindset and to be better for others, et cetera. And I am choosing me every single day. I'm choosing to show up in a person that I want to be in a life that I want to live. Um, so I respect that. And, you know, if you're someone even right now where you need to unfollow me right now, because maybe I'm triggering to you or I, like, I don't know, I'm just throwing shit out there. Like, it's also okay. We all go through ebbs and flows and Different people serve us at different times of our lives and different friends serve us at different times of our lives, different relationships. That includes an online relationship, you know, you and I, you and I listening. So 100% respect that. I think that flows really well into next week's episode about spring cleaning. Um, And again, we'll get there next week, but whoever that was, I just want to say thank you. Um, Thank you for being honest. Number one, thank you for also being honest with yourself and again, allowing me room for growth, coming back and being like, wow, like, think, you know, she grew like, that's amazing. I'm, you know, I'm a fan again. I, I, I don't even want to call you a fan. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cheering her on again because I understand, you know, sometimes people are just like, you can vibes don't lie, dude. Vibes don't lie. You can tell a vibe of someone just really struggling and it's hard to stick around. Now you unfollowed, you removed that, what I would maybe call toxicity from your life. However, I know a lot of you guys have stuck with me through it. That doesn't make you better than someone who unfollowed me. But my point is, Thank you to you guys who have also continued to give me the chance every single day to show up and just be me. Um, it's it's so freeing. It's so liberating. It's so it's exciting. I, I love to be able to be friends with you guys via the internet. And, you know, that, that leads me to shout out one of my YouTube comments I got last week. Um, someone just mentioned how, you know, they're they're just so proud of what I've created and the ability for me to show up every week and just be real and be honest and um, how refreshing it is. And again, you know, you guys give me the opportunity to just show up here on a mic and talk for a fucking hour. And I can't say thank you enough. This is the best part of what I do is just being able to be me and, and talk and you guys share these secrets and we laugh and we, we react and it's fun. So this is one of my favorite segments ever. It's just so free flowing. It's so fun. Um, and yeah, share your secrets, make sure you submit below so you can be in the next episode that we do. I usually try to do them every once, you know, maybe every four or five weeks, have a, tell me a secret segment and they're always my favorite. So make sure you submit your secret today. Again, all anonymous. I promise. I don't know who you guys are. Um, if I did, I would for sure be writing it all on Reddit. Okay. I just want to let you know that 100% of taking all your secrets and putting them fucking everywhere that I can. Just kidding. See you guys next Sunday. I love you. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, subscribe to the YouTube. Please give it a thumbs up. Subscribe. Even if you don't listen, just please go subscribe. I want to get to 1000 followers so bad because I get to monetize, which basically means I could make like $2 per video. Okay. Fair. All right. You, everyone start somewhere. Okay. Love you guys. And I will see you next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.